You know this block you're having is only temporary, right? I don't want to talk about it. You do realize that's the problem, don't you? If you face this issue instead of avoiding it... I know, I know, I know, I know! I get it, all right? I need to face it head-on like a rock. But I just can't do it. I don't know why I can't, but I can't. Aang, if fire and water are opposites, then what's the opposite of air? I guess it's Earth. That's why it's so hard for you to get this. You're working with your natural opposite. But you'll figure it out. I know you will. Think fast! Excellent. You have the reflexes of a water-bending master. Thanks, Katara. Sifu, Katara. Play me out, hot man. Welcome to the Ember Island podcast. This is a show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we're going to be talking about book two, chapter nine, Bitter Work. Ah, God, they're so bitter this episode. No, they're so emo too. <laughs> we'll uh, middle school me loved this. Oh, uh, um, Yes. Middle school Adult me, me loves this. Yes, absolutely. Nothing has changed. <laughs> okay, so before we get too much into it, uh, uh, this podcast is is made assuming that you have watched every episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Saying that, heavy spoilers ahead for this episode and especially future episodes of this amazingly sad bitter series spoilers ahead <laughs> oh zuko oh zuko daddy never loved me so no. now i'm all angry. <laughs> this this episode Why has peak lightning at me iroh oh <laughs> yeah this episode has peak emo zuko for me <laughs> i'm loving it oh, it has the best quotes of all time it really does though <laughs> Oh my gosh. So for those of you forgetting what happens in Bitter Work, this is the episode where Aang and Zuko go back to basics and are forced to confront their flaws by attempting to learn earthbending and lightning bending respectively. Little do they know that these two elements conflict with like their whole innate personalities. So it's mm -hmm. making them very bitter, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. shall we start? Let Sokka sleep. Oh, I know. Sokka didn't deserve any of this shit. Sokka <laughs> wants to sleep. Yeah. That's he wants. I'm like, I would have been pissed if somebody did that to me. <laughs> like, Sokka didn't deserve any of that abuse. Uh, so the episode starts. Sokka is all, like, snuggled up in his parka sleeping bag. And then Aang comes over, bothers him, and, and then it's like, oh. Sokka, go back to bed. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Toph wakes up, <laughs> causing a causing an earthquake. Um, and then um takes a takes a rock to like fly Sokka <laughs> up into the air. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel he's for him. bitching that he that they woke him up and yeah, so he she proceeds to retaliate by uh throwing him up in the air essentially. <laughs> And then he hops around in a sleeping bag, just spewing gibberish at, at them, which, yeah, that'd probably be me. Also, so <laughs> also talk, talking about the talking about the sleeping thing, it it is it is a good transition between like last episode and this episode. Yeah. <laughs> last episode they were god tired after everything that happened. This episode they are they are still showing that like this is a really episodic show they are they they are they are still keeping with things but it's but it's also linear so it's so it's so so it's nice yeah so Aang's really excited to start earthbending um he calls Toph Sifu Toph <laughs> and Katara's kind of bitter Katara's bitter too she's like why the hell don't you call me Sifu Katara seriously which 
that is a legitimate question. Because it's kinky. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You think they use that when they they were making little air babies and water babies, <laughs> water burning babies. <laughs> yeah. I do not kink shame. Nope, not at all. I, I call it creativity. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, Aang's really excited. Uh, he wants to do like rock avalanches and earthquakes and all the cool stuff that he's seen Toph do. And Toph's just like, yeah, let's just start with move a rock, which that's hard in, in and of itself, we quickly realize. So, <laughs> yeah, so he tries to bend the, the rock, getting into a really firm, strong stance. And you then gotta be in- like a rock yourself. Yep, solid state. Yep. But in, instead of bending the rock, he just earth bends himself backwards. <laughs> rock <laughs> meets Sokka's earth airbender. Sokka's <laughs> hilarious. I uh, know. Sokka's, Sokka's great. Especially in this episode, he's he's a treat. Um, <laughs> yeah, but long story short, that's Aang's whole problem. Uh, earth bending does not come easy to him like water bending does because it just... I mean, he's very de- he's very defensive. He's very passive. He's not that assertive. Therefore, earthbending is really his opposite, like polar opposite. <laughs> yeah, which 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 it's also his elemental opposite, which we get into later, and that's why mm-hmm. he has the biggest issues. Yeah, with that. but it's great because it works on two levels. It works on the fact that it's just the polar opposite element, and it's the polar opposite part of his personality. Mm-hmm, exactly yeah so then um cut to a dream sequence that oh god a sad one yeah so um so iroh is having a is having a dream about his son lude 10 he's having so an at, i'm going to heaven dream <laughs> uh so at first he is he is playing around with this like little baby toddler and is like laughing in the Lutin. field and and he's so happy oh, no. and like they are just so young and then it just transitions to him praying at his at his grave after he after he died on the top of on the on on like the top of the hill and like um at first it was bright and sunny and then it's just dark and sad and then and and then Ira wakes up and Zuko's there. Yep. And well, that was sad. And it, it gets sadder the next time we talk about Lutin and <laughs> tells every, every time. It is so interesting how people that we see for very brief moments of time have the greatest impact on the characters of this Seriously, story. Seriously though. I read or I watched a YouTube video at one point that played the what if game with what if Luten didn't die in the in the siege of Bossing Say? And oh my god, it's just it changes so much shit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like if you really think about it, because it's like Toph, I mean not Toph, Iroh wouldn't have had his time to reflect. He probably wouldn't have traveled around the world learning all these bending techniques and just becoming a better person overall. Um oh, Iroh probably would have become Fire Lord. I mean, um, there wouldn't have been all that cons- uh, cons- uh, Um Zuko's mom might still be around and might have been able to have prevented like Zuko's banishment. Like it, all these crazy things ripple effect. It's crazy because of like one little death that we don't even see on screen. Yeah, it is. It, it is so touching for 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 me how like all of these characters have their like cornerstone person that isn't in the show really like mm-hmm. Zuko with his mom who yeah. isn't really here um uh there is there is Iroh with with um Luvin 10 who who um who who I'm past and is and, and is not in the show um there is Aang with monkey also um there is there is Sokka and also Katara with like both of their parents really because because like while like 
their father is is um is um is actually alive he's not really in the show until like the very end he is he he is really absent but like but but like they they care so much about about their relationship with their with with their mother who who died before the show started and it's and it's really nice how how these characters have like a life that is outside of this year you know Mm -hmm. where it's yeah i mean just that there's history and there's more going on in the world that's not just our main characters and stuff you know and like one minute of just a dream sequence can just cut you to the bone oh yeah Woo. (laughs) we just spent five minutes talking about a what 10 second dream sequence it's all good (laughs) so (laughs) iroh wakes up (laughs) zuko's there zuko tried to make tea you were being tried oh bless him (laughs) before that zuko zuko tells him about the surprise attack and iroh's like that wasn't so surprising no yeah (laughs) Um, i hope i made your tea the way you like it (laughs) uh, very racing uh-huh. And then Suko <laughs> gives him another cup of tea, and you just see him like quickly throw it out the window <laughs> when he's not looking, <laughs> as he should. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, Zuko gets better at making tea. I've seen him make tea for the the Ang Gang in season three, and I don't see them spitting it out either. So I'd say that's progress. <laughs> uh. Uh, there is there there is one episode where where um where Iroh berates him for just making leaf water. Oh, I know. <laughs> or he berates um. Well, no, 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 because it's uh he gets some tea at like the train station on the way to Bossing Say. Yeah, it's like oh, this yeah. is leaf water, and that's and that's what causes him to firebend, which is how Jet realizes that uh, <laughs> they're firebenders. <laughs> Um, he was so dis- he was so mad with how bad that tea was that he was willing to risk I mean, <laughs> his cover. I would too. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, I kind of don't. Blame if him. that was my thing, yeah, if, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be like, oh no, the ice cream melted. What am I gonna do? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well make it mm-hmm. cold again. <laughs> yeah. So Zuko's like. Hey, so just so we don't get any more surprise attacks like that, I think we should really resume my training so I can kick Azula's butt. And I know what you're trying to say. She's my sister. I should be trying to get along with her. <laughs> to which Iroh replies, nah, she's crazy and she needs to go down. <laughs> Iroh telling it like it is. Right. <laughs> and oh, um, and um, Iroh definitely knows about about crazy siblings we always kind of forget this but the fire lord is his brother uh-huh. they grew up as um as i'm um, kids together he knows what it's like to have a crazy sibling oh yeah that must have been interesting can i get a spinoff of just like iroh and um or young iroh and young ozai's <laughs> family relationship and how most likely fucked up it all was now the spinoff I want is the is the period right after Lu Ten's death when Iroh just oh. goes on his yes yep that's the other one I wrote journey. I wrote that in my notes I was like can we please get a spinoff just <laughs> showing all the adventures that Iroh went on around the world because and in the spirit world clearly because geez it's fascinating um yeah so then we cut back to Toph and Aang and ang's kind of upset that he's not getting all this <sighs> quite yet and tough's tough is a tough teacher <laughs> tough um, sounds like tough yeah that's just what i am <laughs> yeah um <laughs> and guitar is like hey so um ang's a really sweet sensitive kid he likes you know nice words and positive feedback and lots of appreciation and you just you know like a gentle nudge right <laughs> oh thanks katara a gentle nudge I'll oh. think <laughs> to which in which we cut to a montage of her just yelling at him for like a couple minutes as he attempts i mean any form of earth bending toff is toff is right 
Aang, Aang keeps on thinking about earthbending as, as, as it's airbending or it is waterbending. And he keeps yeah, on trying. Yeah, he's like, well, maybe I can be tricky. Right. It's like, maybe I can go for the rock at like a different angle or something. It's like, no. No, just <laughs> go one for way straight. And you got to commit to it. <laughs> Which has been Aang's major flaw. Uh, I mean, understandably, since like he basically kickstarted this series because he freaking ran away <laughs> yeah so yeah indecisiveness mm-hmm. yeah so um so oh i gotta ask during the montage when top creates montage. which i love this montage it's great uh for ang though <laughs> but top is fantastic um i feel like we've all had a teacher like this though <laughs> just stop being a pansy of, uh, start learning abusive. yeah <laughs> I compare, I I don't know, I kind of compare Toph to, like, um, the teacher from that movie Whiplash. He, like, throws chairs at his kids. Oh! <laughs> that's not my tempo. Nope, not my tempo. <laughs> Except she's chucking rocks. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Although the scene where she creates, um, like, a, some rock armor, which is really cool. Why does, why does she give it eye slits? <laughs> so that, oh. Huh? You know what? I don't know. (laughs) Oh my god! Maybe she wanted to look more like a person. Maybe it wasn't eye slits for visual seeing. It was eye slits for style. Yeah, or maybe the writers just forgot she was blind again. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, or the animators. Wouldn't my, be the first uh, time. Uh, my favorite moment of that montage was when um was was when Toph was just karate chopping the the stone. Oh yeah, and then, like Aang just goes right in and just breaks his hand. Nope, I commend him for at least just going for it. <laughs> Go. yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, still not really going well. He does get some. You know, positive head nods from her when he like does something a little right though. So that's yeah, something. I think I think that um, we will get in get get into this more later because he like explicitly says it. But his biggest flaw is is that he doesn't want to fail, so he doesn't want to try because he's the avatar and he just has to be perfect. Yeah, but but I he's mean, surrounded by friends who don't care if he's perfect or not right right now and he should stop beating himself up about it yeah pot kettle i'm sure everyone does that sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah just all the pressure so then we cut to the saber tooth moose lion and Sokka, or fufu cuddly poops who's precious like if i can't have a turtle duck then i'm probably gonna go with the saber tooth moose lion is my second okay um, you know what uh i've i i totally forgot what this animal was actually called so i thought at first i was like let me go for it and 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 i wrote down that it's a hippo donkey (laughs) um i mean it's got the teeth for the hippo part uh it has like the, the face the of the hippo and then like a back of a donkey. Yeah, but he's so kinda. small. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but either way, it's freaking adorable, and I really tries want to eat one. it. Doesn't work. Yeah, to, yeah. In which case, Sokka tries to eat the thing. <laughs> it's like you're awfully cute, but unfortunately for you, you're made of meat. <laughs> so he he's like hiding in a tree above <laughs> above this thing, and then he just goes for it. And just drops down from the tree and then lands in a crack. <laughs> uh, Sokka, you are so desperate. Oh, it's no. so small. That would be right? like eating a rat. <laughs> right? Which I gotta say, that looks like the most uncomfortable position ever. And he was stuck there pretty much all day. If we consider that, I don't know, he probably got stuck in there in the morning. <laughs> the spirit world doesn't have bathrooms. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Travis does. <laughs> Well, at least he had that, and at least he had a hole <laughs> built in already to piss in. Yeah, so. built-in hole. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, Fufu Cuddly Poops is just chilling with him, whether because he's. I wonder what Fufu Cuddly Poops is really thinking at that point. Just like, what's this? Sucka, 
<laughs> or like karma's a bitch or just like oh companionship and i like you too Sokka, even though you try to kill me <laughs> i have i for some reason i want to i want to imagine that he just forgets everything around him every like seven minutes <laughs> and like every single time he is like "Ooh, what is this yeah <laughs> and then just starts biting Sokka more <laughs> right <laughs> but like cute little baby nibbles to try so to cute. Out i know my god when he's nibbling his hair later i just i can't i die <laughs> uh, that would be terrible though Sokka. it's so great <laughs> Sokka, this is not your episode you no it's not you it's... didn't get eight hours of rem you didn't get dinner nope. you didn't get lunch either or <laughs> breakfast poor Sokka I feel like I should just take a shot every time I end up saying poor Sokka when I'm watching this show don't die <laughs> no uh, yeah I would die definitely by the end of season one I would be dead <laughs> yeah don't binge no <laughs> okay so um so back to Zuko and and Iroh Iroh is ex is is explaining that lightning is the cold-blooded fire uh for 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 it to work unlike normal fire bending you need no emotion you need complete peace of mind and serenity which it's is precise and deadly like azula yeah which is why they are drinking tea right to calm the mind <laughs> oh uh, yeah good point <laughs> I mean, yes absolutely yeah yeah so Which, to do this oh go yeah oh go yeah cold-blooded precise and deadly all of the things that zuko is not at all like right off the bat yeah. you know, he's not gonna get it it's like oh well. sorry zuko. <laughs> no Your sorry zuko one's hot sorry zuzu yeah <laughs> you're probably the most passionate person we know on the show ah <laughs> uh, he's just so full of passion and, and rage and salt <laughs> definitely no peace of mind um no yeah but it's so great more ang and zuko parallels yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the flaws get in the way of trying to learn something like this right now uh, um, which um i love these episodes where they just parallel ang ang and zuko this is like the fifth time it has happened but every right? time it's it is always it nice. happens a lot it's great also i love the fact that this uh this episode in particular really is less about the fighting and more about like the technique and the philosophy behind learning. all these techniques and stuff and yeah it's just a learning episode like you don't expect an episode like like that to be all that engaging especially when it's geared towards children but um really i really liked this episode when i was younger like this this is a great episode and i love that it takes its audience seriously i mean that we probably said that a lot but for for episodes like this to work, you really need to be treating your episode seriously. Like they'll throw in humor and stuff, and there are there is action in this episode, but for the most part, most of the dialogue is centered around how all of this stuff that all this cool stuff you see him doing on screen works, and just yeah, it is the mindset you have building. to have when you're yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting world building. It's good stuff. Yeah. And uh, my head canon is that i like to believe zuko did learn how to lightning bend eventually like Later. post show yeah like after he did become more calmer and have more peace of mind like i don't know if he'd be like the best lightning bender but i think he'd at least have it down pat enough to be able to use it in addition to like redirecting lightning so mm -hmm. yeah so um so we are told though the way lightning bending works is that there is yang and yang energy inside of you positive and negative and to uh leslie are um are um, you okay oh yeah i'm okay sorry i was <laughs> sipping my soda i'll edit it out <laughs> <laughs> no because it sounded like something was like squeaking and i was like what <laughs> is that sorry. is that me <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I have no idea at what time we're at, but like this is gonna be good for the end. Okay, <laughs> ah, calm, serenity, drinking tea. Okay. <sighs> uh, so um, the way that lightning bending works is that there is yin 
and young energy um which which i always thought that it was yang so thank you iroh um which are positive and negative energy um that you need to 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 um divide and then and and then um combine again to actually create lightning and the way that and 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 the way that you do that is is by making it internally from your own energy um which is a good foreshadowing later on when we find out that firebending isn't just fire it is more so energy bending or fire isn't just destruction it's also like life Life. and energy and stuff yeah it's life yeah fire is life yeah so um so they 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 um they um do that for a bit and then uh zuko is ready to try it yeah (laughs) and he blows himself up (laughs) and then we cut back to ang also getting a lovely trial by fire from um toph this is a trial (laughs) by rock yeah which honestly this is terrifying to me like i would hate to be on the receiving end of that boulder i love <laughs> blindfolded Tom. yeah that's great though every moment of her is just a joy uh so um so i'm um, toff wants ang to stop the rock that is gonna roll down the hill and just and just hit him straight on mm-hmm. um katara Kat- katara <laughs> says like oh um um oh um you should make things a bit less difficult for him you know work up to it be like calmer and nicer yeah and off it's like you know what sure and then <laughs> gives him a blindfold, blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh every single time yeah. katara tries <laughs> tries to help toph takes it as a, a, a as a personal slight mm-hmm. which which she should i yeah. would too katara are I'm you questioning not... my teaching methods <laughs> uh, but i love how like every single every single time katara does like one of her katara things now yeah. toff toff just lies to her face and just does what she wants i know <laughs> so great <laughs> yeah thanks katara <laughs> uh. Oh my yeah. god. So yeah, Toph pushes the boulder down this really steep cliff face and uh Aang backs out the last minute and Airbins is way out of the way. <laughs> Which I honestly don't blame him. If I were in his shoes, yeah. I'd get the fuck out too. <laughs> uh, Aang didn't have the guts. So then um so so then Toph tries tries to goad him into like doing it again. Um she is she she is really doing this not to be like mean dis mean or discouraging she is she is doing it to like get him riled up to yeah. like yeah. prove her wrong it's to, tough love. to try again but he's not that type of person no <laughs> absolutely not and guitar is like uh, why don't you come back to waterbending training for a minute and you can come back to earthbending in a minute <laughs> to which Toph is like yeah yeah go splash around until you feel better <laughs> uh. Yeah, and then we cut back to what may be the most emo line that Zuko has ever uh, muttered. No, second most emo line. The first most emo lines coming up at the end. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but here's one of them. So he still can't get lightning bending to work. It keeps blowing up in his face, like everything always does. <laughs> why can't i do it instead of lightning it it just keeps exploding in my face like everything always does (laughs) and i was like yeah i was afraid of that so you lack calmness of mind clearly and you need to deal with the turmoil that's brewing inside you (laughs) so she goes like what turmoil (laughs) yeah zuko i would never guess Uh, yeah Iroh then then talks about something that's really wise where where um where Zuko has um has um so much shame in him not because he is he is not prideful but because he is he 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 is prideful and he has to learn humility to get rid of his shame like he has to 
stop being ashamed of not being perfect not having so much pride thinking that he can be the best Mm -hmm. at everything well my wife has been nothing but humble lately (laughs) yeah god he's so emo this episode love it (laughs) i love it (laughs) so we got back to poor Sokka, still stuck in the crack hanging out with Fufu Cuddly Poops. But Fufu Cuddly Poops is so nice. He brings him an apple, even though Sokka can't reach it. Yeah. Um, Sokka vows to be to be vegetarian and never not, touch not, meat again. Or not not yet. He just got the apple and he's thinking it's gonna work out. And he throws his boomerang and it does and then nothing happens. Now come back, boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he hasn't been there long enough to make the decision to fully change his ways yet <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. so i could go through a lot of growth in this episode <laughs> a lot of growth and then right back right <laughs> just um, like boobering he always comes you, you, you do always come back <laughs> yeah okay. so we cut back to ang and katara who are passing around some water and ang just does not understand why he can't seem to get earthbending and katara gives some wise words of wisdom about how earthbending is his natural polar opposite both from an element standpoint and from his personality and uh then she tests him with some waterbending skills which he passes with blind colors and you get a cute little exchange where he's like or she's like excellent you have the makings of a waterbending master and Eng replies thank you katara seafood katara like oh so sweet oh Uh yeah cut back to to um to um iroh and zuko iroh says that that he's going to teach zuko a a a a a, a firebending move azula doesn't know because he made it up so mm-hmm. so she so so she can't know it um from 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 that he he starts going into explanations about the four elements um saying which can fire- i first say iro is an amazing drawer you know how hard it is to draw the water bending <laughs> symbol specifically yeah but it but it's so interesting to see the to see the order of strokes with, mm-hmm. with it it's it's really neat because it is such a hard symbol to draw i know right oh my god it's so hard yeah. <laughs> uh so fire is fire is the element of of um power the people have desire and will and and the energy and and drive to achieve um earth is the element of substance um the people are diverse and strong um and they are and 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 they are persistent and enduring uh air is the element of freedom um the people are uh are detached from the world de- detached from worldly cares and they have good sense of humor um and then there is <laughs> and then there is um water being the element of change um um the 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 people are 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 centered around adaptation community and love um so um to be a good bender you need you need to draw wisdom from multiple places just like the avatar does the avatar is such a strong bender because he draws technique from every single type of bending which is why iroh iroh got a really cool technique from waterbending mm-hmm. and this is why i need the spin-off show of iroh traveling around the world and stuff because that's so fascinating to me it's just like what was he doing to the point where he realized he can make a really cool move out of his experience hanging out with like the waterbenders for instance or like the water tribes and things like so cool i mean how would he test it I don't know, right? Like when yeah, when do you think was the first time he redirected lightning? Crying into a in into a storm wishing for um to come back. <laughs> really? 
really really similar to Zuko except crying about like his lost son oh god oh, now I'm sad <laughs> yeah, sorry head cannons <laughs> yeah that's great but it's cool because um I feel like me personally when I first saw this episode I didn't ever put two and two together that like that cool move that Iroh did twice with like Azula and during the storm episode where he, he redirected lightning was actually the movies talking about now. Yeah. Like, they, they have really led up to this and, and he does it so nonchalantly that it's, that it's so surprising because, because later on he, he talks about how, if you do it wrong, you will die. Yeah. And like, stop. Yep. And like, seriously, this move is so important for a lot of different things, especially like it kind of solidifies Zuko's character growth in book three for me, because when he uses it against his dad, it's like he's metaphorically siding with his uncle oh, from here on out. No. Like, God, I know, right? <laughs> oh, like, it's so good. It's such a great use of like setup and payoff, just this like one little move and how it works. and all the all that jazz Ugh. pretty great so getting away from like heart-wrenching emotion uh <laughs> toff stole ang's ang's nuts which has like a little drawing of him and mm -hmm. also his staff which is antique <laughs> and proceeds to use the staff as a nutcracker uh, it is a it's a delicate <laughs> instrument and carved by the monks. It's not the only delicate instrument around here. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, tough. Those are fighting words. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Katara finally realizes Sokka's missing. <laughs> I love no one realizes Sokka's just out. Uh, no, no one. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, Sokka decides that he's going to give up meat and sarcasm. Yep. Which he's are going the from he's two going from Sokka personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going from Sokka the meat and sarcasm guy to Sokka the vegetarian straight talk fellow. Oh. <laughs> uh, and oh oh yeah, and then while he's saying this, um Fufu Cuddly Poops is just like gnawing on his hair. <laughs> Until like his hair band comes out <laughs> his hair's just it's all funny. over the place it's really funny <laughs> and he just when you think he's about to make a change ang and the gang show up or ang shows up <laughs> and then he's like thank goodness have you got any meat <laughs> so yeah didn't last long now nah. so ang tries to get him out. always comes back <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, ang tries to get him out with airbending first that doesn't work so Sokka suggests earthbending in which case and has a pep talk with him and says i can't and oh <laughs> and then you got ang being completely oblivious to Sokka's situation <laughs> it's like well i wouldn't want you to feel uncomfortable it's like i'm caught between a rock and a hard place yeah, i know the feeling <laughs> uh, it's like so i don't know it's like not getting this earthbending thing really puts me in an awkward position yeah, because <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about awkward positions. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so it turns out Fufu Cuddly Poops is actually a saber tooth moose lion cub. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's like, which, <laughs> where's the mom? Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's great. Then the mama shows up and she's bad news. And then we cut back to redirecting lightning training. And Ira talks more about how it works and how you have to pass the energy through your stomach, not your heart. Otherwise, it's going to be fatal, which hint, hint, spoiler alert. <laughs> don't die. Uh, yeah, don't die. Okay, nice foreshadowing for both Aang's state at the end of season two and Zuko redirecting lightning against Azula in the last season, but like he only does it just barely. So some of it did pass through his heart, which is why he's like on the brink of dying. So we yeah. told you guys spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be sorry. 
We set <laughs> sorry, spoilers <not> sorry. ahead. <laughs> yep. Yes. So, um, so um, they do it for a while, and then um, for the movement then, uh, anyway. Yeah, and then um. Oh, and the idea, the reason why he was able to learn it from the waterbenders because waterbending, it's all about using the opponent's energy against them. So it's like taking the opponent's energy in this case, being lightning, and then use uh repelling it back. So oh, good point. Hence the redirection thing. Yeah. So um, Zuko feels that he's ready to try with with <laughs> real lightning. In which case, Ira was like, "Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Super dangerous." Yeah. It's like, but you said you teach me the moves. Like, yeah, but I'm not gonna shoot lightning at you. You're just like, who do you think I am, your dad? <laughs> if you're if you're lucky, you'll never have to use this technique at all. In which case, Zuko uses it like twice. <laughs> yeah. He's not a lucky kid. <laughs> his dad, oh his sister. It's Yay. a family reunion. It's a family thing. Um, so, uh, so Zuko really wants to be struck by lightning so he goes out to try to find lightning yeah. and and there's a metaphorical and physical storm rolling in mm -hmm. cut yep. back to ang the inner turmoil if you will which is now <laughs> what <out>. turmoil <laughs> there's no turmoil no there is a storm. <laughs> but seriously though great setup on this technique and stuff there's a lot of weight to it because you pretty much learn everything about that technique and how it works to the point that when you do see it again even if you didn't realize that that was the move being done when iroh used it previously the next time you see it you know exactly what that move is and just how awesome it is and the weight that it carries when zuko in particular ends up using it in the situation that he's in so mm -hmm. <laughs> good stuff so then we go back to uh the giant Sabretooth moose lion. <laughs> and Which is so cute. I, know, I, so, yeah. I really want a big one. Me too. I want the baby the one horns. and the big one. With like yes. the moose horns. Love Can it. I both of them? I want both, if possible. Um Yeah, so Aang fights off the Sabretooth Moose Lion using good old airbending. And then Iroh or Iroh. <laughs> I don't keep messing up Toph and Iroh. Maybe because they're both awesome. Because they're the but, same person. Yeah. <laughs> so Toph turns out she's been watching this whole fight the entire time. <laughs> Just and, like sitting there. Yeah, casually. <laughs> and he's like, how long have you been sitting there? It's like, well, have you been sitting there the whole time? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why didn't you come and help? Guess it just didn't occur to me. <laughs> in which case she proceeds to uh, smack another nut with his staff. In which case Aang finally uh puts his big boy britches on and finally stands up to her <laughs> and says that he wants his stuff back in which case Toph's like awesome now proceed to earthbend because you just stood your ground against me which if you're able to st stand your ground against me then that shows that shows me that you got the stuff yeah <laughs> so ang ang stood his ground against uh, a a uh, a crazy beast and, and even Toph. more impressive yeah, he used to be crowned against me. Do it. <laughs> what he does? With the he pushes rock. the rock. <laughs> Yay. Um, so the funniest part of this it, it is is then they are they are they then Aang thinks that he can get oh, Sokka yeah. <laughs> out of the crack. And Toph's like, um, maybe I should do it so that we don't get a squish Sokka. Yeah. <laughs> you might accidentally crush him. Yeah, no crushing, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and I love the way she gets him out, too. She just, like, casually stomps her foot on the ground and gets him out. And then he just <laughs> drags his head. Drags out the rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Yeah, Katara comes over and then is looking super proud, saying that, oh, uh, 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 oh, um, you were, you, 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 uh, did the positive reinforcement, right? And yeah, well, first she's Sokka. talking to Sokka about the re self-reflection he's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> they just cut him right off. Yeah, no one cares about Sokka. <laughs> you know, case, when I, Katara, look what when I, can I do. thought I was going to die. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. And uh, Katara and Toph have like a bit of a mini truce there for a minute. Because uh, no. Katara's like, hey, you tried the positive reinforcement. Toph's like, yeah, it worked wonders. <laughs> I uh, feel like which... Katara. What? <laughs> No, Toph didn't use positive reinforcement. No. <laughs> she was using negative reinforcement. Toph uh, just just lies to keep Katara happy. <laughs> and I love it. Right? <laughs> it's great. In which case, uh, I gotta say, I feel like Katara was that elementary school teacher that everybody loved. You know, I think we all had that teacher. Okay. She, just like uh, super supportive, super friendly, never really yelled at anybody. <laughs> great. No, Katara's definitely Hermione. She knows everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> she is she is the best at everything. And she and she can't not see things go the way that they that they should be going. And she oh, has to give advice all the time. <laughs> yeah, which, true that. Which I love Katara and those are some of my traits also. <laughs> we all have good and bad traits. Yes. But that's Well, except for me, I'm awesome. I mean, <laughs> Leslie's perfection, but of course, Thank but like you. we all can't be Leslie. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> so, um, we cut back to my now favorite that we've had part. That, yeah, the most emo moment <laughs> in um, the show. Can I explain it, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, so, um, Zuko found himself on the top of a mountain peak. <laughs> It is it, it is pouring rain, lightning in lightning in the background. Um, Zuko's yelling at the sky, yelling at yelling at God, basically telling God just to, to to just strike him down. You have you you have you have done everything everything to me all already. Just like strike him down, and and then he starts just sobbing in, into the rain because this is just all of his pent-up grief and all of his pent-up aggression and it's just coming out in this in this in this moment and he's just crying over how emo he is <laughs> yeah it's such That's a great. wonderful visual uh, oh yeah i know which that was convenient he just happened to find the freaking thunderstorm at the top of the mountain like how long do you think he was wandering around until he found that? <laughs> well, um, well, when um, when uh, Zuko said, "I am gonna go find lightning," then the storm was uh, rolling in already. That's true. So, so I think that it was just a a a, a nice coincidence, or the gods of Avatar just have a good sense of humor. <laughs> uh, yep. Which which they never really talk about. They never really talk about religion, so I don't know if if they really worship. I don't know. I mean, there's the spirits. That's like the closest we get to like yeah idols and and stuff. And then the stupid nuns from uh Bato the Water Tribe. Like, why oh. do we, nuns? What at the Abbey? Who do they worship? What do they worship? What? So many questions never answered. I hate that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm so so I'm not really sure what their um what their umbrella religion is if they're like um if they are more like Taoist Buddhist where it's where where it's less about actual deities and more about um uh, and more about spirit spirit spirituality or 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 if it's more like Shinto where it's where it's more like every aspect of nature has its own spirit. So every mountain, every forest, every, 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 every stream where it's, where, where that might work. But I believe <laughs> every rock and tree and creature <laughs> no, has, a life, has a spirit, has a name. <laughs> no, but Haybai was the, was, was the spirit of that forest so so it being more of like a shinto thing yeah might make sense i think it's the miyazaki religion i'm gonna go with that <laughs> shinto <laughs> yeah so shinto it's, it's very shinto but it's kind of yeah. a mix of a lot of different um eastern uh religious beliefs and stuff i feel so yeah and they and and they do it without 
throwing it in your face or without really having to explain it. I mean, when mm -hmm. um when um Zuko is just yelling at the sky, you know that he's yelling at at whatever deity is he he thinks is making his life hell. <laughs> yeah gosh <laughs> yep so i love this episode this is a great episode again it really takes its audience seriously because it trusts that it, the kids can sit through a 20 minute episode where the majority of it is just people talking about how those cool moves they've been seeing actually work and and Not just that, the stuff behind it but um but um Aang and Zuko both have their like breakdown moments and then and and then um um Iroh uses see him and his son and then you see him at his at, at at his grave and there's and and there's a lot that you really have to sit down and just pay attention to it isn't it isn't all super fun, but it doesn't feel heavy. No, Avatar is so good at making it not feel so heavy. Right? Yeah, and it explains stuff in a way that makes it pretty easy for everyone to understand. I feel so. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, next episode that we're gonna be talking about is I'm book so two. Yeah, me too. <laughs> book two, chapter ten. The library. Yes. <laughs> to be in Sokka's voice. <laughs> yes. That creepy ass owl that came straight out of a Miyazaki movie. <laughs> One who knows a thousand things. Oh my god. Wanchi Tong. Oof. That thing is terrifying. That thing gave me nightmares when I was a kid. <laughs> it's it's definitely out of a wonderful nightmare. Yeah, it's definitely something that came out of like Spirited Away. And just Miyazaki already had too many creatures in there, so he just lent this character over to the creators of Avatar instead. <laughs> well, so until then, stay flaming. Bye, guys.